Okay. You know you could use a vacation right now. So consider Little Rock for your first trip of 2021. With six stops on the U.S. Civil Rights Trail and dozens of Black-owned businesses and restaurants just waiting to serve you, it's the kind of place where Black History Month is celebrated all year long. So if you're big on Black culture and the Black experience, you're going to be big on Little Rock. Plan your visit today at littlerock.com. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Ciao. Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subjects to change. See store for details. Love you, I do more than you'll ever know. It's for sure you can always count on my love forevermore. <laughs> I need you, I need you, baby. I need you right now. <laughs> Said, can't you understand? You're my man. I'm just going to let you finish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm done. I'm Patricia done. I ain't got no boy. <laughs> Baby, when we, when we're together, said, I'm all right and you're all right. It's like, Paradise. Oh I just want you to know how I feel. Ooh. How I feel. Well, that was okay. Now I'm done. Right, because you just had to get all the way through it. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to hit that part. You know what I'm saying? Oh, That's the jam. <laughs> feeling good. Feeling great. Lord, feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? You know, it is it is it is another day's journey, and I'm glad about Oof. it. Um, <laughs> it's an organ trail today for me. We are doing, <laughs> we are we are doing all right. We are Ooh. safe, and we have what we need. Yes. yes, yes, yes. How are it's you? Mantra. I'm safe, and I have what I need. There you go. <laughs> it's another day. Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I am Jade. And we are here to talk about the ghettos of adulting, the worst hood we have ever endeavored to to live in. But we are figuring out together the mm -hmm. good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes. Some W-2s and things are coming on in are. Um, of the year of our Lord, 2021. 2021. It's uh, like 2020 on crack. Oh, man. <laughs> That's on Mary had a little lamb. Okay. That's so hefty dumpty nigga. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, so this is the thing. I'm gonna keep it funky right out the gate. Mm -hmm. Um we are in a place in our lives of of full disclosure and full transparency. Facts. And you know, the production of the shows, you know, there are times when we, you know, we try to stay ahead of things 
and curating guests and getting things together. And we are in the process of kind of reestablishing our production, maybe getting some support around um, our production of content for getting grown. Mm-hmm. And um, in the interim, we are, you know, navigating some changes. So pardon with pardon us and, and thank you for your uh, patience as we adjust. But this week, we're just going to kick it around the kitchen table like, you know, just chit chat style. We're going to, you know, go through the, the trash and pop culture and all the things that are going on currently, current events this week. But we didn't really want to force we're not really prepared to kind of sit around the kitchen table with a formulated topic and we didn't want to force it uh, nope. because we are just in a place where you know we, we don't need place. any <laughs> we don't need any additional labor right mm-hmm. and rest is a part of the of 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 the cycle that keeps us productive and doing well so we're just going to kick it around the kitchen table with with the with the trash and the shout outs and the honesty box and all of our other segments and then next week we're going to come together We'll have some things, uh, put things back in place for yeah. a regular, regular kitchen table talk. But there is so much going on in the world, okay? So I think that we'll have a full show, nonetheless. I think so. Um, I think so. Because, you know, people are gluing their hair to their scalp and, <laughs> you know, the world I is... I just want you to know <laughs> how I feel. I just think that... <laughs> no, no. Let's talk. We will talk about it. And I mean, you know, Lil Bow Wow is, is yeah, terrorizing the internet. There's just is so he? much going okay. on. Well, you know um, what? You can bring some things that I don't know about and I'll bring a couple no, no, things. No, no, no. I mean, just normal, his normal timeline. I don't think there's anything going on, but I just feel like he's constantly on the shade room being himself. Um, mm. I don't even have any, there's no story, but he just, maybe I just, maybe I just mentioned him because he triggers me, but either way, <laughs> he's triggering. Oh my gosh. But yes, let's get into the Trizash. I think so. Let's do, let's do that. And let's carry on because, you know, like we said, the world is the place. There's cardboard cutouts down to the Super Bowl. <laughs> People are gluing beards to their children. People are, are giving their, <laughs> their young sons lace front facial hair. No. And I am just trying to find what a baby. What is going on in the worldwide web of idiocy that we are navigating <laughs> as a people? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it, sis. A clean up woman. All right, y'all. Well, we're just going to talk a little <laughs> shit today. <laughs> as Jesus. Tatiana the drag queen says, you like talking shit? Because that's what we're going to do. Uh <laughs> It's one of my favorite lines from Drag Race. That and he flooded my basement. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost, um, if you all remember last summer, Nick Cannon was fired mm. from Viacom, Wildin' Out, and all that in between uh, for allegedly making, I guess, some distasteful comments is what they said. Um, he has been rehired. The Viacom issued a, a public statement saying that he issued a public apology and taken responsibility for his comments. And while and out is coming back. Well, all right. I mean, yeah. I don't watch it all the way. I mean, I feel like if it comes on, 
I'm not going to rush to change the channel. I'm not mad that it exists. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> why not? Nick Cannon, get your bag, okay? Mm-mm. I'm not mad. You know, I'm all for a good apology. And I, and I do believe... And I don't even know. Wasn't there some fishy business around that? I don't. I don't well, even really know that I remember all the, the details. Uh, they, they. I, I don't remember what the original statement was. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Um, I remember going and reading it. And anyway, uh, I don't. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. Y'all, y'all not not going to can me. But uh, so I. I don't know how I feel though about the, like this black man having to make these like y'all your programming went down after the shit went off like yeah so I don't know you know sometimes we just have to call things things and it's lots of bureaucracy it is it is in I, a I just feel it, it and it's probably unfortunate and then I and I'm certain that this situation would have gone an entirely different way if Nick Cannon was both white and male. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the spirit of resolution and moving forward. Yeah, sure. That's why I say, okay. (laughs) You know what? I just fucking hate resolution and moving forward sometimes. Like sometimes. I think that's fair. Sometimes I want to choose violence and chaos and negativity. And I'm really tired of white fragility. You know what I'm saying? White people right now love to fucking be victims. Not right now. They've always loved to be victims, but they're especially loving to be victims now. Don't call me cracker, shit like that. And. You know, I just don't have nothing for y'all. Well, go off this. I just this don't. This is a safe space where you are Because <laughs> I'm just like, I, I don't, you, okay, so you want to weep and moan about somebody calling you a fucking cracker? Do you even know what the origin of it happened? is? Yeah, there was a white girl online, and then there's a, a young black girl who decided that she was getting ready to get up on her soapbox and went, and let me tell you, mama did her thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Read the room down and let this girl know. <laughs> Okay, I know that was challenging for you. It was so challenging. I know that was a hard, that was a hard thing. I want to acknowledge that. I'm just so fucking sick of white fragility. I don't know what to oh do God. with myself. Oh my lord, so, I am <sighs> sick to death of it. Like I think I am. I I I am weary of whiteness. Yeah, whiteness and white fragility. Whiteness. I'm yeah, weary of the system. You know that surrounds us. That that you know. All encompassing, encumbering, burdensome, heavy, looming cloud mm. of whiteness that is literally that permeates every aspect of American society and culture, and and that really just results in a lot more work and labor and energy for people of color, people, other people of marginalized identities, mm-hmm. black people specifically, um, in the interest of Black History Month. But you know, you know, there's just. It's just it's just hard. So I think that that there is something to be said for for the the weariness that comes with having to constantly, you know, be made to feel like you have to jump over these hoops and bend over backwards to appease people who wouldn't even who don't even want to do a third of the same. Right. Um, they don't even want to meet you a third of the way. No. <laughs> like no interest they don't wanna, whatsoever. They don't want to be inconvenienced. You know no. what I'm saying? To rectify the systems and structures that have inconvenienced you and your people for a gen- generation. So it's just hard out here to be to be in this place and dealing with these things. Um, and so, yeah. 
I say it is. This, I say that that we have to re- reflect honestly and transparently um, on our feelings and just call them what they are and be with them so that we can kind of get through them and figure out how to move forward. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Acting like we're not upset when we are doesn't get us anywhere. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, you got the the Super Bowl was yesterday and, Word. you know, everybody's singing the praises of Tom Brady. I'm like, lest we forget. It's so much. This nigga is whole ass be besties with the loogie like but y'all forgot all about that but the but the black man who stood up for his politics you ostracized the fuck out of him right i mean and so like those these kind of very i feel like what frustrated me about the whole super bowl season is i think that there's just a lot of superficial surface level um things that the nfl is doing to demonstrate this like this fake progress and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it does not come with any sort of like change in policy or system or structure or any sort of acknowledgement that things are wrong or inequitable. Um, but it's like little things that feel really cheap and rushed. Like let's have black girls sing America the beautiful and the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's and put let's, uh, what they put Black Lives Matter or whatever on the back of the helmets. Let's have lift every. Let's have Alicia Keys yodel lift every voice <laughs> during the pre-show. Let's do that. And, uh, and you know that I mean that is supposed to satisfy. You know what I'm saying? We are supposed to be grateful. We supposed to, that is going to appease the concerns of a people who have been oppressed for centuries, right? Let's just go ahead and do that. Let's have, you know what I'm saying? Let's have Jasmine Sullivan, her beautiful, ultra-talented self, sing this fundamentally racist song with a white man, right? Because if they, if this white, if they do a duet, right? That that means unity. That means we all on the same page, right? Um, and, we're not, and that's not a just to Jasmine. Let's be very no, clear. Don't not even take it as in such. the least. Mm-hmm. She walked that Eric Church man like a dog in Did. front of okay. the whole world. I mean, saying loops and circles, and I mean, I With mean, a he could have she had. What on the like? He literally. I commend him for standing there because facts. What in the world? Because I mean, I would have walked away. But I would have literally just strolled right on off that. Field. I mean, I would have literally said, "Unplug my microphone, please." <laughs> right? I'm Thank not doing you. this. <laughs> I'm actually okay. Like I would have showed up to the sound check. Like you know what? I'm gonna just let you do this. Well, why would he do? You... He's a white man. Now you knew. We know. Well, th- I mean, fair. And I mean, not to. And I don't know anything about him, so I know he's a white man, and I know, I know they he's got a the white man, and he might be world. successful and talented in his own right. Great. Okay. But I'm just saying, like the the. <laughs> <laughs> the optics of it, you know, it makes me raise my eyebrows. It doesn't sit well with the G. Mm-mm. And I know people may say that I'm being negative say or, uh, you know, just harping and I'm not satisfied. And cool. I know that it, all of those <laughs> things, all of those things could very well be true. I'm right. not even going to disagree with you. Okay. Nope. I could be negative. Okay. Yeah. I could be. But I, I, that don't make me wrong. <laughs> Thank um, you. And it, and it don't mean that I'm going to shut up. Um, so those are my thoughts on uh, 
we covered a lot of things there but um, <laughs> what else you got what else you got oh man okay so this next story is heartbreaking i hate it um but i i actually wanted to mention it last week and it slipped it slipped my mind to add it to the trash um so there was a nine-year-old girl i'm sure most of you have heard about by now in rochester uh new york who was handcuffed and pepper sprayed uh, by the cops. I did. So, I, wait a minute. Okay, now I now mm-hmm. I see. So, um, you know, the story, I've read a couple different stories. It seemed as if maybe her mother and her stepfather were having an argument. It upset her. Um, police are saying, you know, we don't trust nothing they say, uh, that the child was threatening to harm herself um, and her mother, which is why her mother called, uh, called them in the first place. Um, her mother said that they took her daughter... Um, they used excessive force and she wasn't aware that her daughter was initially handcuffed uh, and was not aware that she was pepper sprayed. Um, they said they were following all the protocol for dealing with somebody uh, who's, you know, act, acting like that. I don't even know what words. I'm, I can't even get my fucking words together tonight. Um, they said that's how, you know, that's what they were trained to do or whatever. Uh, I'm... At this point now, the mayor has called uh, for the suspension of all of the cops who were involved in pepper sprayed the child. The mother is looking to <clears throat> file and press charges. Um, oh God. I just don't understand where your mind can ever go to think about pepper spraying a nine-year-old. I just can't even fathom like the amount of evil that lives inside of these people is is just is 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 astounding and I know you know every time something happens we're like why are we surprised and then something else happens and I'm like what the fuck and I this may not even be the most eloquent way to express that or I don't have all the verbiage for it. Your girl, you're never going to see your girl on MSNBC. I'm just fucking disgusted. Okay? I want to fight. I'm fucking disgusted. Do better. Do something. You are fucking adults. You can't do nothing else to try to de-escalate the situation. There'd be nowhere in this world would you all pepper spray a fucking white nine-year-old. Ever. I'm just I'm I'm absolutely disgusted. I and then you call for the suspension of these cops. No. You need to start reevaluating people's mental health. You need to look into the systems. You need to figure out you, you need to figure out how this cannot happen going forward cuz this is completely unacceptable. Listen. So, so after I know that this happened a couple of weeks ago, there mm-hmm. have no been no updates or anything. The updates story. that I read is that the mayor called for the suspension of the cops because before that uh, there wasn't anything, but they called okay. for the suspension of the cops, and um, because of how they forcefully handled the little girl. So they claimed that they were detaining her under the state's mental hygiene law. Mental hygiene law, right. And then she was released to the custody of her mother. Um, The police didn't even tell her mother initially that they pepper sprayed the child. 
that they handcuffed or anything. Well, Lord. So, mm-hmm. So she's now, of course, suffering from trauma from this whole situation. I mean, you think, think about when you were nine. Imagine some shit like this happening. It's, it's just, it's out of this fucking world. Y'all have got to do better. Y'all have got to do better. Light their whole houses on fire. I don't care. Light them on fire. Well, I don't. I don't want to incite any any other violence. Well, that's um, you know, it's just how I feel. <laughs> it's just how I feel. It's just how I feel. I don't even know where they live. I'm not going to look for them, but I <laughs> want to light their houses on fire. Okay. With all of their things inside of them. Never, never is this okay. Never. And I I don't want to hear nothing. I don't care anything about, I don't do this to, you don't want to inflict this to other people. You don't want to, please, damn all that. I don't care. Violence is what I choose today. Well, okay. And that is your choice to choose violence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. We are not <laughs> endorsing. <laughs> I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression that we are encouraging folks to choose violence, but you know. No, y'all is... don't do what you want. This is me. I'm speaking for Jade. Jade there is choosing violence today. Jade okay. doesn't I don't have no I don't have anything positive to add to these situations. I don't have any I like I this is how I feel. This is how I feel today. Okay. Let the air out of their tires. Oh, okay. Blow well, the let's cars move up. Forward. What, uh, what else do we have? The, on? <laughs> the, the, I say all of that figuratively <laughs> for, for, for legal purposes. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Golden Globes nominations okay. are in. What do we have? Okay, so we got uh, we got a sea of white with a couple sprinkles. Of black, <laughs> so um, Chadwick Boseman, Regina oh, King, Viola Davis, okay. John Boyega, Boyega, Daniel Kaluuya, and Leslie Odom Jr. are are um, of the black people who are nominated. Uh, Zendaya was not, which is absolutely asinine. Um, and then or I saw what? like uh, oh. for Euphoria. Okay. Yeah, she should have absolutely been nominated for Euphoria. Meanwhile, 372 white women and men were absolutely nominated. Um, and yeah, that's that. So uh, Chadwick Boseman was nominated for his role in, uh, Was he He was in My Rain, right? I didn't see it yet. My Rain. Rain's Black yeah. Bottom. He was in My Rain, so that's what he was nominated for. And we know Regina King always deserves her things, and so does Viola. Um, but again, you know, this is just, it just speaks to the state of everything. It's just, it is just is what it is. Well, congratulations to those nominees. Yeah. And, uh, we will push on. <laughs> we're excited and hope, and we're going to be continuing to root for Absolutely. everybody black. Every, we, we root for everybody black. Um, okay. The last thing that I had on here. Oh, Viola was nominated for Fences. Huh. Okay. A movie? Um, that is that, that was in two thousand and seventeen. Are you so? She hmm. was. Nominated. I'm just trying to. 
Yeah, but Regina King was nominated for One Night in Miami. Viola for Davis best director, must have been nominated for something else like that. Like Fences was. Oh a wait long a minute! I'm so sorry. You are absolutely right that it was me not reading, which we'll talk about in the next trash story. Um, she in 2017 right. is when she won for Fences. She was nominated uh, for her role as Billie Holiday. Gotcha. In Who Lose the United States versus Billie Holiday. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Andre Day. Girl, I'm just yeah, doing a like, lot. What is I'm happening? Just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was like, Viola <laughs> Davis was not Billie Holiday. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> you know I don't watch nothing but Drag Race and Bob's Beggars. <laughs> I'm just going through so much right now. <laughs> now yeah i'm over this <laughs> i'm over the golden globes <laughs> let's talk about something we do know about well is viola davis and i'm i'll look it okay up. hold on about it let's Mm-mm. see hold don't on. stress yourself <laughs> i'm going to look it up on my own um and i will answer my own questions <laughs> because i don't have the oh no I, she she earned it for playing my rainy okay that's it Ooh. there we go Lord, and andre day was nominated for best actress as billy holiday sweet holy god there we go we got we got there we got there i told you i'm on the organ trail today all right so when are we going to talk about right now the gorilla glue lady right right this very moment hey, okay speaking of people who are not reading know. My hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No, it's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, look, my hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times and it don't move. Stiff. Oh, Lord God. So I don't really know where to begin. There's really a lot here. But let's start at the beginning. 30 days ago, more than 30 days ago, mm-hmm. a young lady... I think her name is Tessica. I know this because yes, that's her name. What has what has been brought to my attention recently, and I am just very I'm floored. But my friend Jeremiah sent me a link, letting me know that the Washington Post is has is now reporting on the Gorilla Glue Lady, and I oh, wow. am I am fascinated. I yeah, don't even too. know what to like. Oh wow! Listen, her name is Tessica Brown. Yes, it is. Uh, she ran out of her favorite hairspray. I'm reading the caption or reading what the Washington Post is r- reporting here. Okay. Ran out of her favorite hairspray and substituted that hairspray with Gorilla Glue Spray Adhesive, which makes heavy-duty adhesives for bonding metal, ceramics, and stone. Oh. Yes, it is. She, so, I and this is another detail, right? Because I think the story has been told 
many, many different ways. Um, the Tessica Brown, who is 40 years old, uh, she, I thought that she used the Gorilla Glue adhesive to put a wig on. But oh, what no. I later learned uh-uh. is that she used this spray to mold her hair down into this slick down ponytail set. Yes. So she actually sprayed the Gorilla Glue directly onto her hair and her scalp. Yeah. Um, to achieve the, the ponytail as, as the Washington Post, uh, the slicked down ponytail um, for a month. She exploded into internet fame last week when she posted her saga to TikTok. She gained a massive following, more than 415,000, as she shared several attempts to free her hair from the bonds of Gorilla Glue. In the first video, she is vigorously rubbing at her hair, her side parted, carefully smooth style tapered into an extension braid. There was not a single flyaway in sight and her hair didn't budge. She said that she washed her hair 15 times and it, and it quote, don't move. That was shady. <laughs> she said, <laughs> accentuated, it says, it says accentuating each I'm word not. with a clap. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are I'm not sorry. trying to be hateful. I bitches. should not I laugh. I'm sorry. But I'm just, I'm laughing at the, at the choices that the Washington Post is making in terms of how they are telling this story. She said, accentuating each word with a clap. If you ever run out of got to be glue spray, don't ever use this unless you want your hair to be like that forever. In a subsequent post, she lathered shampoo on her inflexible strands. Her oh hair word. emerged oh unchanged. Oh my God. Gorilla Glue told TMZ that rubbing alcohol, a gentle combing and delicate shampoo would likely be the best solution for Brown. Based on what she has shared, it seemed unlikely that those suggestions would work for her. We are glad to see her in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility, and we wish her the best. That's what Gorilla Glue tweeted, along with a warning that the glue is not indicated for use in or on human hair. By Saturday, oh, Tessica man. Brown's lightheartedness faded when she revealed that she sought treatment at the St. Bernard Parish Hospital in uh, is it Chalmette or Comet? Chalmette, well, Louisiana? Chalmette. Chalmette, Louisiana. On Sunday, she updated her accounts to show that she had started the process of trying to remove what is presumably one of the worst mistakes of her life. She winced in pain as uh, a woman applied the products to her scalp with yes. gloved hands. Um. So... That is a, that is a summary of where we are to date with Miss Tessica Brown, who molded her hair down with water resistant permanent adhesive that is meant for metals, ceramics, and stones. So I um, I, I, I saw your uh, Instagram post. I I had made a I had to make a video I I didn't plan on it but it was literally just kind of like burning within me to discuss yeah, your spirit mm-hmm. um, because what concerned me the most about this is you know while I think that it is great that we as a people are concerned right we don't want this woman to be hurt we don't want her to experience any undue pain or trauma we are we I mean many of us you know are confused and don't understand how this happened. But at the same time, 
if you listen to the story and watch how she described what has happened and how the news outlets are reporting what has happened, it is clear to me that an intentional choice was made to use this particular product in place mm-hmm. of actual hairspray. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that decision, these are the consequences. And now I'm not saying that she... I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve compassion and our concern and our prayers and hopes that this does work out for her in the end. But I was just, I'm blown away. I was blown away by all the people that were, you know, rooting for her, sending her money, sending her free wigs, sending her hair growth systems um, and, and, you know, rallying around her in support, which I think is fine. But I felt like we were doing that without really discussing the facts, right? We had not dealt with the fact that this was not, an accident it wasn't like she mistakenly did this this wasn't a choice and unfortunately as a result of that choice these are some really severe consequences that she has to deal with and it's very sad and disheartening and I don't know how this is going to work out and I am praying for the best for her Um, but I just like you know she has followers we're all invested I think all 415,000 of us who have followed her since Saturday are invested in how this story ends Mm -hmm. um but i just don't want us to lose sight of the facts right this is this this is a good lesson that we have to be responsible for the choices that we make um even when the outcomes may be dire we can't be out here just sending love and light we also have to talk about you the fact that we should not misuse uh products if Kia uh, came to me and told me that she super glued her hair to her head with the hopes of finding the best edge control known to God, I, my only result, are you dumb? Why are you doing that, sister? Why? What's wrong? Why would you do that? What? What thought in your head made sense to put Gorilla Glue on your head? Now, I don't wish nothing bad on this lady whatsoever. And I've seen some distasteful comments. Um, I saw some distasteful comments on the Internet pertaining to the GoFundMe and, um, you know, how this lady was going to use this money or what have you. I don't know. It was they weren't they were they were in poor taste where I can't feel bad. Now, for that, I think that's gross. You could well give well wishes, but Kia is absolutely right. There's got to be some accountability. You're 40 years old. I just literally used Gorilla Glue to fix my spoon dish on my stove. That wasn't a joke. Like, I literally just did that. I had a, a beautiful Mexican spoon rest for my stove, and it cracked right on in half, and I bought brush Gorilla Glue to put it back together. And guess where it is? Back on my stove. Mm-hmm. Because it I works was, for what it works for, but it does I, not work for what it does not work for. Like, And I just, there is no person that I know personally on this planet who would ever choose to use Gorilla Glue on any form, any part of their body, their follicles, their toenails, their anything. And I think that, you know, we, we, we use, so there are things that we have substituted in the past, right? I know that there are girls who have used crazy glue to fix their nail. I know girls who have used like hair bonding glue as eyelash glue. Um, Still, I feel like those things, 
Yes, those things are true, but they are not the same. Like, no. Gorilla Glue is not something that is purchased at a beauty supply store or in the same place where you would get got to be glue spray. Um, and I, this is just not a... This is not a home remedy. This is not a quick fix, something that you can do. This is not a hack. This is not something that would ever be on like a BuzzFeed list or, you know, anything like that. This is a very, very, very serious uh, issue. And I and I think what what is clear to me is that sis was was bird box to the risk. She she was she took when she <laughs> made she so funny. She made a decision. She was she did not consider the risk. And unfortunately, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. And I, that does not mean that I'm not praying for her, that I don't care no. about her. I definitely feel like this is a serious situation. I've seen people talk about that. This this won't be rectified without surgery. This is very, very That's serious. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate. And I, I but I think that folks are going too far. I've seen people saying that she needs to, you know, build on this on her on her popularity flipping this turning this into a business make it like you know everybody what every, no she needs to make sure she doesn't have toxins leaking into her head that's what she <laughs> needs is, to make this sure is, right this now is like this is an issue this is a concern this is you know what i'm saying i just feel like the way that we handle this or don't handle it um it's going to have implications i don't want people to be out there you know doing risky things so that they can get followers on tiktok <laughs> and um, we're not saying that's what this lady did but I'm also because i don't know i don't know that that i don't know that that's the case I, and even if it was like you know regard regardless of what her intention was like we say all the time intention doesn't absolve you of your responsibilities no and, it doesn't and now you have to be responsible for your actions i people are talking about she should sue i heard that she was on the internet she is saying trying she to was sue, gonna sue. i don't know what i'm not a lawyer never been to nobody's law school but i i struggle to think I, I struggle to, I don't know. It, maybe I shouldn't say it's because, you know, the law is one of those tricky things, but I no, would be hard no, pressed no, to believe. No, 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 no. That you, that she has a case here because I, that would be the equivalent of me drinking bleach and then blaming Clorox exactly. if I die. Exactly. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, but I don't what, know. Oh, this, I had a cold, so I thought Lysol might work. You know what I'm saying? It, it just sanitizes everything else. It might sanitize my insides. I'm going to go sue Lysol <laughs> because I, in my big age, with children in a home, just, you know, I'm not even going to, nev- nope, not even going to do that. But because, all, no, I'm going to do it. Uh-oh. Also, <laughs> a, a, apparently she runs a daycare. She owns a daycare. She's responsible for children. That's frightening. As a as a mother, it's frightening. It's frightening to think somebody who has responsibility over my child's livelihood, like during the day when I am out hoping and trusting that this person has my best. Ch- I'm not saying she would ever do this to a child, but if you do, if you don't have the common sense to say maybe I should not use gorilla glue anywhere on my person i am fearful for what you may do with a child because you don't have the good sense that god gave you that's not being ugly that's just stating the facts would you let a nigga who put super glue in their hair watch your kid it's 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 really interesting to see how this unfolds it's been interesting to see how many of us have been invested i don't know if this is because we're all or we technically, I don't know. Y'all been outside. I was going to say because we're all in the in the Panasonic. Maybe we are just 
<laughs> but um, either way, y'all been, you know, I mean, the things are opening back up. Folks are getting vaccinated. Maybe that's not mm-hmm. it. Either way, this is just fascinating. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this before. I've not. Um, and uh, I just be interested to know how it plays out. I'm praying that this woman absolutely get out of this very. Uh, I was gonna make a very bad pun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Woo, Jesus, help me. That was going to be so bad. It wasn't even intentional. I was going to say sticky situation. So bad. So bad. Takia, that was awful. She has, this is really a bad situation. And I, and I don't wish it on anybody. I don't want it for her. No, Because no, no, I feel no, like no, 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 at no. this point, this is a matter of health. Okay. No, at, that's what I'm fearful for. That's because what it's I'm, not even. That's what, that's what scares me. A- she's she, a you don't if it ha, it's oh god it's a chemical like it's a chemical it's and so you don't for skin it's, it's not, not meant, meant for, for it's not meant for people it's not meant and if for her people. hair has been like this for a month you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm just I'm, thinking I'm about just thinking about what is in or under or you know all of these things you know um, you don't know what kind of toxins if anything has seeped or drained and then on top of that the removal process you don't know what this is going to do to her scalp if it's going to leave open sores and then you combine like i do not wish anything bad on her health i really hope that they find some sort of remedy and i hope that she's able to walk out of this at least healthy I'm not even going to say I hope she walks out of this with hair. That's the least of her concerns. I do not believe that she's ever going to have hair again. If she does, it will only be by the grace. Well, this is what I'm saying. All the free wigs, all the free wigs and stuff, I think that's absolutely cool. You want to send her well wishes? We send her well wishes. I sure do. We really, really hope that that she figures out the situation. We don't wish anything bad on this lady, but it was dumb. And both Bless things can heart. be true at the same time. They are true at the same time. <laughs> right now. So, Tessica. So, y'all let us. We are praying for you over here on Getting Grown, girl. Absolutely. Listen, Absolutely. hard body. And I mean, we, we want you to be well. Absolutely. And, and I want you to recover from this mind, body, spirit. Okay? Yeah. Um, and... Listen, we will be watching and praying with you. Y'all let us know. Weigh in in the comments. Text us. Not text us, please. (laughs) I meant tweet us. Tweet us and send us messages on Instagram. (laughs) Holy Lord Jesus. Okay. And I think that that is our trash at the kitchen table segment on today yes and we do we do have a listener shout out so we okay well let's get sure. on over there to do that, that things that. have come a long way since we were kids seems like we get more instant classics every year you know what else is an instant classic best fiends y'all already knew what i was about to say the top rated mobile puzzle adventure best fiends has a world full of lovable characters thousands of levels and more content that gets added all the time Ye- I've been playing for quite some time, as you all know, and I already am checking my phone right now for the latest update. So if you've heard me a little distracted, I apologize. Best Fiends is the can't put it down mobile puzzle game that's free to download. With over 100 million downloads, this five star rated game is a must play. More levels, events and challenges are added 
all the time. So play away. There's always one more level. Once you download Best Fiends, boredom won't stand a chance. There are 5,000 puzzle levels and counting. So if you were worried that you'd get to level 3,427, don't even worry about it. You'll never run out of fun. Just don't blame us if you end up a little bit obsessed. I don't need to go in to my detail about how Best Fiends is the way that your girl likes to de-stress. You all already know I like to climb up in that bed and climb under my covers and get my Best Fiends life. I just sit there and I scroll and I I play with the minutia and I try to defend <laughs> the slugs. And I just have a blast, but you're not going to understand what I'm talking about unless you download the game for yourself. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Are you suffering from dark spots and blemishes? Is it preventing your glow up? Urban Skin Rx is an unparalleled line of clinical skincare for diverse skin tones, offering affordable and effective products for blemishes and dark spots. If you're struggling with maskne and dark spots left behind by acne scars, Urban Skin Rx has the best products to help improve your skin. Their products cater to all skin types, include high levels of active ingredients, and are formulated specifically for melanin-rich skin, like mine. (laughs) Cult followers rave about the Acne and Blemish Control Mask, a dual-action treatment mask that fights acne, prevents future breakouts, and improves the appearance of dark spots left behind by acne. Blue in color, this mask can be used as a potent spot treatment for isolated breakouts, or it can be used as an, as an all-over face mask treatment. It will help you clarify the complexion and minimize blackheads, as well as deep clean pores and exfoliate away all the dead skin cells. You know what else you can use? My God. Because clearly Urban Skin RX works for, and it's made for super melanated skin, but People like me can use it too because... You have melanin. I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Let me tell you all about this three-in-one even tone cleansing bar, though. It comes with two sponges. Uh, You just make sure you disinfect your sponges after use. That even tone cleansing bar, your girl's pores minimize. I already told you all. You all know how... Kia and I both feel about the skincare treatments and we both have completely different skin. But if I don't take care of mine, Ray Liotta jumps out. You see what I'm saying? I got to make sure I keep these pores minimized, smoothed out and, and keep it hydrated. So and I have oily skin as well. So, you know, we got to make sure that we we keep the balance. That three in one cleansing bar your girl lives for it and then the uh super glow serum so y'all be asking me sometimes what i'm doing that super glow serum is just what i I don't have to put anything else on i mean outside of like a little moisturizer or whatever Mm -hmm. i put i don't put any makeup on any of that that super glow serum gives me all the hydration that my skin needs i am glowing all over the place get you some get 20 percent off by using code grown 20 at urbanskinrx.com that's 20 percent off using the code grown 20 at urbanskinrx.com. This is popping right now. Like. Okay, so this is a listener shout out, and um, mm-hmm. I thought it was—I thought it was really cool. We haven't done one like this before, so I thought this would be pretty awesome. Uh, it's from Pearl Noir. And she writes, uh, New York, international burlesque queen, entrepreneur, healer. The legendary Pearl Noir wears many hats, glamorously 
with unparalleled passion for her craft, as if conquering the burlesque world alongside the likes of Dita Von Teese and being one of the top five performers in the genre, Noir has made it a point to share her other gifts with the world by way of her healing through seduction workshops and the Noir pageant. Created for clients who feel a loss of power after trauma or those who need to find their own confidence, Healing Through Seduction utilizes burlesque-inspired movement, personalized affirmations, journaling, and meditative touch to reclaim their bodies and control over their own sexuality. The series seeks to help individuals find their sensual power and harness it for use everywhere from the bedroom, the boardroom, and beyond. As a survivor of childhood trauma, homelessness, and domestic violence, Noir sees herself as her first client and success story. The workshop is now offered virtually in accordance to the COVID-19 guidelines. The Noir pageant is the first burlesque competition of its kind and the only one that showcases and uplifts the, the BIPOC community, moving into its second year and its first in the virtual realm on March 12th and 13th, 2021. The Noir pageant's Black and Brown Excellence Showcase seeks to continue pushing burlesque performers to the forefront while ensuring their rightful positions as burlesque royalty. In addition to adding... The winners of the Noir pageant to the rich lineage of past and present burlesque legends. Noir uses this platform to mold these dynamic entertainers into headliners, educators, and savvy entrepreneurs. So we'll have all of the information in the description box, but I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, I went to a Brown Girls Do Burlesque show when the world was open a few years ago, and it was beautiful to see uh, a variety of black women um, in this in this art form, burlesque is an art form. I don't know if you all, if you've ever been to a burlesque show, but it is, it if you go to the right one, it is pure art and it's beautiful. So I love to see this and I love nice. that it's also focusing on mental health. So we'll be sure to put all of the information in the description box for how, uh, details on how you can register for healing through seduction at blackburlesquequeen.com. Um, so be sure to look out for that in the description box. So shout out to you for sending that in Pearl Noir. Yes, I like your name. Yeah, I know, right? It's very memorable. Um, that's what's up though. Awesome. Awesome. And work. now we have an honesty box. So shall we do it? Let's do it. Honestly? Truly. All right. Let's get into our honesty box this week. Um sis, would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? I believe her pronouns are oh uh, well. Just, I don't know, actually. There are no pronouns given? Nope. Okay, so let's, 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 let's call them Ray. Okay, I love Ray, because Ray can go, we can do R-A-Y, R-A-E, R-A-I, yeah. okay? Let's make it, you know, a neutral name. Absolutely, gender neutral. Ray writes, hello, ladies. First, Lee, I would like to say that I'm in love with your show. I literally talk oh. to my phone like I'm right there in the room with you both. And you are, truly girl. Bring, you're right. Everybody is. And you, you truly bring light and clarity to my week. Now on to my dilemma. I'm the oldest of three. And as the oldest. Oh, OK. Ray. OK. So as the oldest brother, I was taught from oh. a very young age that I, I am good. to look. I did OK, good. right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was taught from a very young age that I am to look after my younger siblings. I've always tried to be diplomatic almost to a fault, but I can't help it because I cannot stand tension or walking into a room where the air is thick and electric with unspoken emotion. This has led me to being more forgiving, especially in the case of our father. 
Our father is highly manipulative and controlling. And because of this, it has caused great maw in the relationship between him and his children. Both of my siblings refuse to speak to him for very good reasons um, that I won't explain here because they aren't my stories to tell. Very fair. And it eats me up inside. I have my deeply rooted issues with him as well, but I feel I have to talk to him because one, at least he still has one child willing to talk to him. Two, I can keep him from hurting them again. And three, I feel like it's my mission to bring him around to seeing how he continues to make these mistakes and how he needs to own them instead of trying to and trying projecting blame elsewhere. But here's where I'm stuck. I have the sinking feeling that this 49-year-old nigga is too set in his ways to want to change or own up to any of his copious amounts of bullshit that has, dilute, that has diluted himself to thinking isn't his. So my question is, how do I give him grace without sacrificing my own peace? Am I stupid for hoping for reconciliation and rehabilitation? Is there a way for me to protect my siblings as they are my world and bring my father around to see how much he has hurt all of us? And how do I protect myself from being manipulated, manipulated or coerced by him while trying to bring him to Jesus, so to speak? Any help you can give, I would ever be so grateful. Peace, love, and many blessings to you both. Ray, the exhausted peacemaker. Oh, Ray. Um, wow. Okay, yeah. so... I think that... I'll say for myself, what I've learned in navigating a strained relationship with my own father is that um, a lot of my peace has been tied to my perspective and me realizing that I have more power than I have. I have power over my perspective. And if I, um, you know, I guess with, with new information or seeing things, differently being open to, to new information and seeing things differently uh you know gives me more options in terms of uh and flexibility in terms of and choice and power and agency around how i want to navigate and negotiate the situation mm -hmm. so when i say that I, I say um i reached a point in my relationship with my father where i made the choice uh to accept um, certain things about the narrative that I that told myself about who he is in my life, right? So it was about me saying, me, me more acknowledging that my father is a man, um, seeing him as, as a man. You know, I think our tendency is to look at our parents as these perfect people. Mm -hmm. We regard them. We have expectations of them. Um, but I think it, and, and you know, rightfully so, right? It is their mm -hmm. responsibility and their duty to take care of us. Unfortunately, for many of us, our parents are not always equipped to do right by us. You're right. And as such, I had to kind of relieve myself from like, you know, holding on to this ideal that my father was clearly not capable of meeting. And when I started to see him as a person, I, I, I was able to, you know, sort of take the, this pressure um, off of myself to engage mm -hmm. him in certain ways. Mm -hmm. um, that helped me to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. That helped me to be clearer in articulating 
you know, myself, who, who I am, what I expect, what I require, the things that, you know, my standards um, that also help me to listen and be more open to him and understanding things and seeing things from his perspective, not excusing him or not making excuses for him, but just, you know, having information and being able to make choices differently. So I'm only sharing the things that I've been able to, to do in my own walk or the things that I'm inspiring and learning how to do in my own uh, life in hopes to kind of give you um, some insight into, you know, how these things have, have, have helped me, right? So it's helped me sort of thinking of my father as a man who has flaws and limitations and issues um, that helps me to extend grace to him. It also helps me to hold him responsible in the ways um, and, and to be responsible for myself in terms of setting boundaries around around our relationship and how I will engage him and how I will allow him to engage me. And I think if you do that, then you're setting an example for your brothers to navigate how they wish to move forward in, in their relationship with their father. And it is their choice to make, right? Um, you can make a decision to protect them, um, but at this, you also have to acknowledge, you know, that there's only but so much you can do um, in that space because this this is something that, that people have to kind of navigate and figure out on their own. So I feel like I talked a lot, but I hope that I said in all of that, I hope that I said things that were useful to you. Um, I had to reach a point where, you know, if, if I didn't change my perspective, if I didn't, if, if I, if I continue to tell the same narrative um, and, and think of my father and paint him in, in, in one way, then I was going, I realized that I was going to be limited. That was limiting my life. It was, it was shaping, it was shaping my life, my experiences, my future relationships, my expectations in ways that I thought were not fair to me. So I had mm -hmm. to open myself up to recognize who my father is, what he's capable of, where we are right now, the potential where we could grow, um, you know, all of those things. It's just a lot. It's a lot to unpack here. But I'm, I was just sharing that and I hope that it's helpful to you. But I do feel like I, I definitely hear your heart and I, I recognize and definitely what you're saying resonates with me. Um, in my own experience. And I hope that I've been able to kind of share in all of my rambling things that will be useful to you, Ray. It's not rambling at all, sis. I think, <laughs> I think those shared experiences um, are a, what make community and also what help to encourage others, you know, when they're in situations where they don't feel, they don't really feel like they know which direction to go with it. Uh, Ray, I would only reiterate what Kia said about setting your boundaries um, I agree with also looking at your father from a human standpoint, but that does come along with setting your own boundaries because you are also a human being. Mm -hmm. And so, and you're only one human being. And so, you know, I know you want to protect your siblings. I don't want you to do that at the expense of yourself. Um, you know, and if that means setting your own, putting your own boundaries in place, then you have to do that. Uh, and however you choose to do that is your is your decision, you know. Only you know, only you know the ins and outs of your relationship and what those boundaries should be. 
But setting boundaries is so key. You have to do it with loved ones. You have to do it with people who are in your everyday life. And you've got to do it with sometimes the people who you, you came from. Right. A lot Be of times open, we have to do it with them. <laughs> for sure. Being open to, uh, you know, the fact that your relationship with your father may need to be different you know and like mm -hmm. i think we, we also hold on to these conceptions of what our relationship with our parents have to look like mm -hmm. and you know for many of us it's just like no that's not that's not my that's not my relationship with my father i've had and it, and it is it's not bound to one way it's something that can be an evolving thing but just being open to kind of being where you are and asking for what you need um and, you know, being open to the outcome, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, it, it's, it's less about, I heard you say like wanting to change your father or help him to see certain things. You, you can only be responsible for yourself. That's it. And there's no man, father, <laughs> partner, husband, no man or woman that mm -hmm. you can change. I could change. Any of us can change. We're all responsible for ourselves. Right. Period. That's and it. so it, it's and and there have there has to be a certain level of, of acceptance acceptance there where it's like it's not about changing him. Since you know that he is this way, it may be about changing the way that you engage him or the mm. way that you allow him to engage you. Mm. And that's where that's where your responsibility is. That's where your power is. That's where your focus should be. Mm -hmm. um, because that that's where you can actually affect change and make a difference. It is it is not at all in uh, changing anybody. No. I hope that's helpful, Ray. Um, I do too. And also to answer your question directly about you, are you stupid for hoping for reconciliation and rehabilitation? No. Reconciliation and re absolutely not. Nobody's ever stupid for for wanting to hope for the best i mean i mean for your own peace of mind right like there's nothing wrong with that it, it you we all want the best case scenarios right nobody's stupid for thinking that so i don't want you to call yourself stupid or think of yourself in that way if you tried to use gorilla glue to mend your relationship that might be something else <laughs> no but i think that's real i'm glad you said that because we live in a cutoff culture right where people be like People often think that boundaries um, mean like I'm cutting people out of my life forever. <laughs> That's not what boundaries have to mean. No. At all. <laughs> you have to set boundaries with your partner. You set boundaries with your kids. Boundaries could saying. be like, knock on think, my door I before you come in. I think we live in, in. cutoff culture and people are really mm -hmm. quick to be like, I will fade to black on anybody. I'll leave everybody. I'll be by myself. And it's not healthy. No, that's not healthy. Not healthy. That's not healthy either. That's not, a, that not, that's not a signal of someone who is who has a, a, a strong self-concept or, you know, in a healthy relationship, a healthy understanding of relationship with self or with others. So boundary setting, you know, it doesn't have to mean that. And I've had to share this, like even with my mom, like, you know, cause I think in some certain, certain times my mom wanted to get together with me and talk about my dad, especially like right after Brian passed. And I had to straight up tell her, like, I cannot grieve Brian and hate daddy at the same time. If yeah. that's what you can do, listen, that's your business. But I don't have the emotional bandwidth to miss my brother and hate my father in the same breath. 
even if I even if I should by your standards, if I have every right to hate him or do anything, you know. So don't allow other people to make you feel like you have to feel a certain kind of way. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to have a relationship with your father despite his flaws. That's no. actually the definition of unconditional love. When you have to have we had you know, we had that episode years ago about difficult conversations and how um, you can go into a conversation with all of your talking points and all of these things, but you can't control the outcome of how that conversation is going to happen. And it's the same thing with this. You can hope for reconciliation. You can hope for rehabilitation. You can hope all day. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to hope for the best in those situations. But in those things, you set your boundaries and just know that whatever that outcome is from the other person, you can't control that. Right. You set your boundaries. You hold yourself to them. You hold others to them. Mm -hmm. um, you you take responsibility for your health, your safety. Um, you know, if your father is not harming you or abusing you or, you know, or if, you know, he's if he disregards those boundaries, then that's a completely different situation. And you might have to adjust. But there's no nothing wrong and there's no harm, no shame, no foul in having an intention um, for wanting to reconcile and make things right. Never. Um, mm -mm. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So we hope that is, we hope that is helpful, Ray. And um, please keep us updated with everything and how everything is going for you. But we do hope for the best for you and for your, sib your siblings. And I hope that you're able to find some peace within this situation. Me too. Continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And we will have a hint of positivity with our black woman self-care. Let's do it. Let's go there. Go there. Go so there. if y'all didn't catch it this Sunday after the Super Bowl on CBS, you need to go back for the reprise because Queen Latifah was who you call in a bitch personified <laughs> and will and has equalized injustice in the new CBS original series, The Equalizer. This reimagining of the classic show stars Academy Award nominee and multi infinite Queen Latifah. Let's go, the, Dana. Okay, Dana Houghton as the equalizer <laughs> to the world. She's an average single mom who is quietly raising her teenage daughter. But to a trusted few, she is the equalizer, an anonymous guardian angel and defender of the downtrodden who uses her extensive skills as a former CIA operative to help those with nowhere else to turn goals. Working in the shadows and outside the law with their team of former operative, she's the one you call when you can't call 911. Starring alongside Queen Latifah in this action-packed thrilling series is an all-star cast, including Mr. Big himself, Chris Noth, Tori Kittles. You ready, sis? Lorraine Toussaint. I love her. <laughs> okay. I just do. Okay. I have Liza LaPira. Yes. Just can't help ourselves. Liza LaPira, Leia DeLeon Hayes, and Adam Goldberg. I hope you didn't miss the world premiere of the new CBS original series, The Equalizer. But if you did, go check it out on CBS. CBS. I all right black women self quit queer care my uh mine is going to be brief um because i'm literally just starting this process but hopefully we'll have more to report soon um i have i reached out to my insurance company because i wanted to find out um i want i want to improve my relationship with food get some okay. more education some more insight um into how best i haven't always had 
you know, the best eating habits and mm-hmm. practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as a part of me trying to get my whole health together, working on my fitness, going to the gym, I want to supplement that with improving my understanding of, you know, what fuel my body needs in order to function at its optimal level. Okay. And so I have gone or I'm starting the process of identifying a dietitian or nutritionist to work with that can help me to learn some things about my own body, um, what my unique individual needs are. I think my tendency is to just Google things and read on the internet and just try my hand at a, at a few different things instead of actually going, getting tested, um, understanding some things about my body, my own health conditions and health issues um, and needs and, um, you know, really working with someone to, to craft a plan around my diet so that I can, you know, really enjoy food and not be guilty for enjoying the things that I enjoy and take responsibility for making healthier choices. I love that. Um, well, if I may do a shameless plug based off of that, then Please. Uh, I have I, I know a, a trainer here, um, Ice Cold Fitness. I think we shouted him out a while ago. A.I.S.E cold fitness he does meal plans and he focuses on you know whatever your needs are whatever you speak to your doctor about or what have you um he helps you with meal plans that fuel your body uh with real foods real ingredients recipes so forth and so on so you can find him on instagram at ice cold fitness but i just thought you know i was like oh well that's appropriate pro pros let me throw that one in there um my black woman self-care is uh, part is cont- a continued saga of the Virgo Chronicles. So I told you all about this purge, right? I told you all oh many times. No, sis, let me explain to you because this is almost spiritual for me because I've literally, I mean, when I tell you I have gotten so many things out of here, we did um, the 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 next big round today and there is literally just a couple of cabinets left. I've gone through every drawer, every item through the closet, every bin, everything, every cabinet. And it's already clearing my mind because I know the next day I'm not going to have to wake up and think, let me do this, that, or the third. I can really start focusing on building my daily rituals, not routines, rituals, you know, things that are going to feed my mind, body, and spirit. Um, so it's been almost a spiritual experience doing this purge because it's clearing me for being able to focus on myself. It's clearing me for to be able to focus on the important things and sit down and really like not have my brain in a hundred different places, which is not healthy. So it's I'm just I'm sharing this with you all because it's it I feel so very deeply about it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm with it. Go yes. For it. Um, clean your house all the way listen like cleaning out when you go through every drawer and cabinet nigga there is not a more satisfying up under the bed just at the top of the the closets that you shit you forget about it's just it people thought we was moving i'm telling you nigga they think we moving so <laughs> um that's my black woman self-care We'd love to hear more of you all and what you've been doing, especially in this super weird time while everybody's feeling like a little funky and off. 
while we enter the 75th month of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear some of the things you all are doing to feed yourselves, uh, whether it be through, you know, feed your spirit or feed your body or what have you. I'd love to have a self-care episode soon where we really just kind of see what the community has been working on. So send those on over to Podcast at gmail.com. And it's time to get negative again. So let's oh. head on over to the Petty Peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. Oh, man. Okay, it's time for the Petty Peeves. I, I don't know if I said this last week or not. So I was, uh, or did this happen after? I was, I was, I had to take a cab to pick up some stuff. Because remember, somebody crashed my car. So I had to take a cab to go pick up like a shit ton of stuff, right? And it, I had to go pick it up in a, like a large international size suitcase. So I took a Uber, whatever. I always tip. I always try to take care of people, and I, I don't expect too much. But we had it. We had the blizzard. We had the storm, right? Oh no, I didn't say this. Okay, so we had the storm, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to pick up these things. So imagine wheeling a giant international size suitcase like if you're going away for like a month imagine taking one of those and trying to wheel it over mounds of filthy ass snow (laughs) yeah and if you've never lived or been to new york in the winter when it has snowed it's a mess afterwards (laughs) like that initial fall is beautiful it looks like a winter wonderland and then immediately after it starts turning black and it's disgusting and you've got those invisible puddles where your entire foot will go under some sloshy snow it's gross but i had an uber driver so i called the driver to go pick up the stuff um after i picked it up and as i'm trying to pull this suitcase over these mounds of snow and i find like a little walkway that somebody shoveled this nigga refuses to move the car up to like the little patch of where i can actually get through okay bet so then I get to his trunk and I'm like, can you open the trunk? I'm knocking on the trunk. Finally, after 30 seconds, this nigga opens the trunk. I take in this giant suitcase. I fling it into the trunk or whatever, close it, right? He gets me back to the crib. I say, hey, can you let me off right here on the corner so that I can use the walkway that's been shoveled a little bit because I got this big suitcase? Completely ignores me, pulls up to where the biggest mound of snow is. <laughs> Pops the trunk, does not get out to attempt at all to assist, and then pulls off as I'm closing the truck. I said, oh, okay. Now, I didn't do nothing to this man. I didn't didn't have no nasty attitude with him. I got in. I spoke. I didn't try to talk to him. (laughs) I wasn't on the phone. He just decided he was going to have an attitude that day, I guess. Hateful. And I really don't like, I don't rate black people anything. I really, like, you got to do some really wild shit, like steal my food or like, you know, you got to do some wild shit for me to rate you low or complain on you. I'm not doing that. But when I tell you I gave this nigga one star, I don't ever want you to pick me up again. You can kiss my ass because I also believe in holding niggas accountable. I don't ever want you picking me up again. You, you're the worst. You're the absolute worst. And I tipped him one cent. <laughs> 0.01 is what I put in that thing. 
And that's my petty peeve this week. What's yours? That is actually hilarious. <laughs> um, the one cent tip. <laughs> my petty peeve is very simple. Um, I don't really like um let me see how I want to say this. I don't uh one of the things that I really hate if I order food and you don't know how to get to my house um or you don't follow the directions that I've already put like in the instructions oh, yeah. um and like you call like they'll call your phone and like so this girl was like I don't know where you are and I was like well I don't know where you are <laughs> um and she was like well I'm on such and such a street that's my street okay well and then she like gave like a house number and I'm like I don't know where that is and she was like, okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, well, the GPS, you know, I gave instructions. The things are pretty clear in terms of, you know, she was like, but are there any landmarks? And I'm like, landmarks like in front of my house? No. Like, what do you mean? Um, so there's like a gas station on a corner. And she was like, I see the gas station. And I'm like, okay, um, so do I. Like, <laughs> I like, that doesn't tell me like where you are in proximity to it. Like, I think there's just a difference when you are working with someone and they are trying to work with you to figure out yes. a solution mm -hmm. versus they're just kind of saying like, I think she just wanted me to like come outside and try and find her and which I absolutely <laughs> refuse to do. Like I just, I, no part of me no. was going to, if she would have asked like, you know, I don't know, just her attitude and the way that she was like phrasing this, she was using really like, I don't know. I, 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 that, that was my petty people. I was like, girl, I have laid out my, the instructions on how to find me. I said, you can leave it in the back. If you know, there's, you're leaving the driveway or the front door, whichever is more convenient for you. These are the instructions from the front entrance and the complex. Um, all of these things are laid out. Um, but like when you call my phone and you say like I don't know where you are, like what do you want me to do with that? Yeah, no, <laughs> mm -mm. no, and I or I yeah when they don't read the because when I tell you I put the like I put the how which code you can type in so you All don't have to scroll. everything is laid out because the the, the bottom line is I don't want to talk to you I don't want to have to talk to you oh the bottom line is I want my food. And I want it, and I want it to be delivered the way that I want it to be delivered. So I'm trying to be very clear. And for the most part, I don't have any problems if I order things. Most people just kind of follow. And I've even gotten messages from people like, thank you for such thorough and comprehensive instructions. Yeah. Um, but when folks just kind of disregard that, and it's like, you know, I don't know what else you want me to do. Because I've, I've, I've done what is expected or required of me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing I paid the money. When, yeah, nah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And it's almost like you threatening me. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, I don't know where you are. And I'm like, okay, so are you leaving? Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? But I think that's the equivalent of when they, they call my phone, which means you looked at my account, right? They call my phone and they say, let me in. And no, I say, no, no, no. bro, I literally put in here, you type in this code. And when you type it in, it calls my phone. And then I buzz you in with my phone. And then this is where you go to get to the elevator. And this is where you go in the hallway. Like, it's down to, the, to, to, to where they turn. I have given instructions. My door is this color. <laughs> it's the door on the right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand, like, what else 
even it's just so much they just <laughs> it's just so much but yes that's my that's my pe- petty peeve and that's another episode of getting grown you you know you know sometimes sometimes you just ain't got it <laughs> sometimes you just don't have it and this was one of those times and we love to be transparent with you all when we have those times because everybody got those times and if you are if you're on a high horse about it then you should go back and listen to last week's episode about all the things that you could be paying attention to instead of that. Oh my Lord have mercy. <laughs> but for everybody else, we love you mucho, mucho. And we appreciate your constant support. Sis, tell the people what, what to do. As always, please, please mind the business that is yours, the business that pays you, the business that keeps you safe, the business that is designed to give you a future and direction in this life. That's the business you ought to be paying. Yes. And nothing else. Uh, I want you to also remember that it's important to drink your water because hydration is the key is the fountain of youth. Okay. It is what is out here keeping us all going. And finally, and, and importantly, just as importantly, you have to moisturize your skin Mm. because your black will crack. If you are thirsty and ashy, and dry thirsty means two things bye <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>